This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning, my gorgeous people. Happy hump day. It's motherfucking Lala Kent. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. How is everybody? How are you, Jess? I'm good. I'm good. We both just got back into town. Sorry, it's Brock. No, you're Oh, is he I was calling? Telling, no, I, oh. I told him. I'm like, people are like really loving you on the podcast. Yeah. That's what I love about this podcast mm-hmm. is that it creates a safe place for people to come and we can talk. And, you know, it, it takes me out of Vanderpump, which is, you know, no matter how you want to break it down, there's positive moments in reality TV. But let's be honest, like we're tuning in to watch bitches behead each other. Like that's just <laughs> right. what it is. Right. If you can't compartmentalize, like being a part of reality TV will eat you alive. Yeah. You have to separate the two mm-hmm. real life from real life or like you're done for. Yeah. It's interesting, too, to hear you say that because it is real. Like like I've said before, it's like I've never I never when I first started working with you, I'm like, oh, I bet they set up and you no, know, the cameras just pop in and you guys are just going about your your days. Yes. So, um, yeah, people loved him on the podcast. I feel like and I told him like a while back, I want to have you on the podcast because I think we should squash the beef. We had a really intense reunion last year. Mm-hmm. And like he came for me. I was just tired mm-hmm. during that time. I'm like, <laughs> I like literally couldn't give one fuck about this reunion right now. Yeah. With my life. So we've moved on. He got to sit here last week and kind of deep dive into his past and where he is now. And and I just got back from Mexico. They got married. Yes, they got married. Husband and wife now. Um, I guess people will see that unfold. Yes. So maybe we can't talk about it, but I will say though, I always talk about how I just cannot get down with weddings. Even before I became like I don't believe in marriage. Mm-hmm. I just like I don't know what it was about weddings. But then when you put me at the actual wedding, yeah. I'm sobbing. I'm like, when is the next one? I want to feel this forever. Like, it's just like so beautiful, full of love, like watching them together. Yeah. It was just so sweet. I've always been that way, too. I remember talking to Kyle about it a couple years ago and being like, but what's like having the conversation? I'm like, but what's the point of marriage? Because Kyle's always ever since I met him been like marriage guy. And I've always been like not skeptical, but I'm like, but I need to know the point. And like we would have a conversation about it and. And he kind of was on my page at some point. He's like, yeah, I know. It seems when you kind of take a step back, oh, it's just like a tax break, which is like, fine. You know, you want to get married and you get. But then the older I get, I'm like, you know what? It's kind of beautiful. It's sort of a promise to each other. However, in front of whoever that like this is my person for life. And and I used to make the argument, well, I can do that when we're not married. I can promise you. But I see both sides and I I do think marriage is beautiful. I do. I I think the ceremony is beautiful. Yes. I I don't necessarily know that the marriage certificate is Is, anything that I want a part of. Right. That's a whole different story. (laughs) But I mean, even Katie has said, you know, I didn't realize how much of a business transaction my marriage was until I got until we started the process Mm -hmm. of divorce. Yeah. And for me, you know, I thank God every day that I never got married. I'm not trying to inherit someone else's debt. You take that on on your own, baby. What's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. Right. Keep it over there, motherfucker. (laughs) But no. We're running running a tight ship over here, all right? We paying our bills over here. Yeah. Some 
How terrifying is it, though, and this is real, that, like, I could get married to Kyle and he could, he's not, we already know this, but he could be, have been lying to me for years. He could be two, three million dollars in debt and he doesn't legally have to tell me and then we get married and then I automatically inherit that. That I to know. me is wild. He's not. But so, like, <laughs> no, but I mean, that's why there, I have insane. the PI, like you're yeah. not getting through yeah. unless I see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, and I told Kyle, too, I don't know why I've always been weird about finances, but I said, we don't even think about marriage or proposal until I pay off my student loans. And I, like, literally a month ago paid them off. And I know. I I'm like, so proud of you. Thank you. So I have to, I saved this, and it's, okay. it's on um, Instagram, and it said, it's the biz owners. Okay. Six non-sexual advices for youngsters, okay? Mm-hmm. Do not, do not spend too much time trying to be more physically attractive in order to just impress your crush rather than making yourself mentally attractive. Educate yourself, address reoccurring toxic thoughts, deal with your insecurities, and learn how to be happy on your own. Then, normalize saying no without needing to over-explain yourself. If someone is offended by your boundaries, that's their problem. Love this one. Mm -hmm. Because I'm obviously sober. (laughs) Don't subscribe to other people's definition of fun. Fun doesn't have to mean drinking, partying, and socializing. Fun can be a night alone, getting lost in a book, a deep conversation, a walk, creating art, playing music, etc. Yes. This one what? is the winning one where I'm like, everyone needs a fucking read this post. Okay? <laughs> okay. I'm like so passionate about it. <laughs> Before you get married, discuss bills, parenting styles, credit debt, how to deal with family, what belief will be installed in your children, childhood traumas, sexual expectations, partner expectations, financial expectations, family health history, bucket list, dream home, career and education, political views, and whatever else comes to mind. The age of 15 to 30 is golden era of your life. You make friends, lose them. You make mistakes, correct them. You fall, you fail, you learn, you realize, you hit reality, you fall in love, you get hurt, you lose yourself, and eventually become stronger. Okay, if I would have read this at the age of fucking 25, I would have disengaged, bitch. (laughs) Wow, I love that. That's so true. That's I know it why was a lot, but when I was reading it last night, I'm yeah. like, this is for youngsters. Like, I'm approaching 32 yeah. in a week. I I, I need this right That's now. That's so important. Yeah. I know. I tell any youngster when mm-hmm. they're like, it's time, because I come from Utah. Everyone's married six kids deep at mm-hmm. my age. Yeah. So I see these youngins, and they, like, just moved in with their girlfriend. They're thinking about buying a ring. How old are you, son? Uh, <laughs> 24. No. 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 Yeah. I think 30 mm-hmm. for women, 30 years old, you start deciding it's time to find a partner. Yeah. It's time to do this, that, and the other. Now, again, we have the biological clock that ticks, right? Yeah. It's a real fucking bitch. I have friends who haven't been able to get pregnant even when they were younger. It's still mm-hmm. a problem. But I just think mentally, I'm a different person than I was at 25. Right. I'm a different person than I was at 27. Mm-hmm. Like 30 is when my blinders came off. Yeah. And it was just like, this is the world. And what the fuck am I supposed to do with all of this? Yeah. Here's what I see in young marriages, because I'm also from a small town and they all get married young. A lot of them get married young. I see that the ones who last are the ones who grow together and mm-hmm. accept and work with their partner's changes. Because the friends that I've seen who got married at 20, 21, and now they're 30, 31, I meet them both and they're both completely different. But when I get to them and talk to them, they go, oh, we had years of therapy. This is not the person I met when I was 18, but I grew with her and I grew to communicate and accept her changes and love them and work on them. And they grew together. But a lot of times you meet young and they get married and then Everyone changes when they become adults and those two people that change have not accepted each other's changes mm-hmm. or they they kind of grow apart. And right. then it's just like, I don't even know you like anymore. If I would have met this person 10 years ago, I would, I would have never married them. Absolutely I, yeah. not. Yeah. In my, with my situation, I let go of so many things because I felt like certain things outweighed the shit that didn't exist in the relationship. Right. I'm telling you to not, I, it sounds so cliche when someone says like, don't settle. You can mm-hmm. have it all. I hate when people say that. I know. But now I'm living it. 
It's kind of like when people say, enjoy this time with your baby. It goes so fast. You're like, okay. okay. <laughs> no, I'm being for real. Yeah. Like, do not settle. The sex is bad, but he's got a good heart. Abort mission. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially if it's, if that's why I love that I'm, that post. I'm so ice cold. <laughs> but that's why I love that post because it's like talk about the sex. Because there are some couples who are like, I'm good. I'm good with having sex once a month or I'm not a big sex person. Great. You've c- talked about it. So, you know, five years down the road, you know, if someone's if they're not having sex, you already talked about that. And there are some couples that are like. I need sex once a day or I will go crazy. So let's figure this out. That's you got to figure to talk it out. About it. Find the happy medium. Yeah. I mean, back in the day with ex-partners, like, they, and granted, I blame a lot of it on they were young. Mm-hmm. We were young. Mm-hmm. The sex was mind-blowing and the dick had me discombobulated. <laughs> <laughs> it still does. God damn it. The dick had me discombobulated. Can I tell you what my mother said to me? <laughs> what? So I was hanging out with this person mm-hmm. and didn't work out for reasons. But I told my mom, like, I'm sad about this. And she was like, this is why I didn't want you sleeping with anyone because your heart would get involved. Anyway, yesterday we're walking and I was like, I'm really like bummed out on this. And mm-hmm. I told her, you got to stop coming to me and being like, you're better off. You're this, that and the other. Because, you know, she's as, she's more cold hearted than I am now. Right. She's watched it, you know. Yeah. Would be like me watching Ocean. You want to know the advice that this bitch gave me? What? My mother. What? You you shouldn't kiss them. <laughs> you can sleep with them, but you shouldn't kiss them because then you get emotionally attached. I was like, that's literally the Ooh. advice of like sex workers. They right. don't kiss. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I love her too because I heard her say that and I was like, Lisa, we just had a talk like a week ago where I told Lisa because I heard her go, well, once you have sex, you get attached. And I was like, Lisa, we are on the opposite ends of that spectrum because I remember being in like my 20s and being like having a quick talk with a guy and being like, hey, just so you know, this is fun. You know that, right? And we'd have sex. And then a couple of days later, they'd text me and I'd be like, hey, I told you it was just for fun. I was like the queen of that. And I totally. loved it. But like, and Lisa was like, oh my God, I could never. And then this today, she's like, you just got to have sex with them. And I'm like, what? Yeah, but not kiss them. <laughs> I go, what, what series have you started on I Netflix that that is like, in her <laughs> mind, she watched something on TV. I fucking savage. But you know what? There's people out there that are like, yes, that's how you do it. If I kiss, because it's like romance. It's like romance versus like getting your rocks off. There's a difference. Well, I'm like going back to what I'm sexually attracted to Mm -hmm. right now. And I mean, when it comes to like, okay, the face is bomb. The the tattoos are on point. The body is hitting right. The jawline, the skin, it's all working. And then he goes down south and that (laughs) hits right. It's like, I'm hooked. (laughs) I saw this thing. I saw this other thing. I've been having a heyday on Graham lately. We love it. I saw this other post and it's this meme. It's this girl hiding her face and like opening her fingers Mm -hmm. and like dodging her hand. And it says me ignoring the red flags because he does indeed eat it before he puts it in. (laughs) Every girl can relate. A man that takes care of you before himself ain't got no red flags. (laughs) With the chef's kiss hand. My favorite emoji. (laughs) Yes, which is so funny because that is so, that is so like, it should be a given. It should be a given. I know. It should be it's a given. It's not. It's not, Jess. I know, but that's like wild, wild to me. So the, the, the dude the I update. hooked up with. Okay, okay. So yes. the dude you hooked up with is, it's, it's not, it's no more. I'm so bummed about it. I can't mm. even tell you. I'm yeah. so bummed about it because I've been like talking to other dudes, but like the butterflies are gone and my mom goes, well, butterflies fade. fade. <laughs> and I'm like, already? <laughs> yeah. I don't even get a couple of weeks of it. <laughs> no, that's like, it, yeah, that's funny. No, it's insane. I think it's finding what's causing the butterflies for you. Because to me, it's like, is it that he makes you feel safe? Is it that he's hot? And then figuring it's what out. It's all of it. <laughs> it's all hitting right. I know. But you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. I, I can I can suck it up and move on. I'm a busy bitch. Speaking mm-hmm. of which. Busy bitch. <laughs> so I did that post, right? Yeah. The first one, because people were dragging me for the picture of me with my 
bangs. Yeah, the bangs and lips. And the new lips. The new lips, right? So I reposted it. I was like, y'all saying this shit ain't looking like Giselle. (laughs) I spelled it like Giselle Bryant and not Giselle the supermodel. But like, I was okay with that, right? I don't know if my phone auto-corrected it. Whatever. Okay. But for me, like when someone spells something incorrectly, I'm like, didn't hit right. You should have proofread that shit. (laughs) So then I did it again. (laughs) Did it again. So, but this part's not funny. Garcelle on Housewives of BH, her son, who's like 15, just started high school, is being attacked on social media. Mm-hmm. And the things that I have read, I'm not even going to repeat because it's so disgusting. Yeah. And I keep going back to it's something I will never understand because I am a white person with a white child and mm-hmm. no one can tell me otherwise. All right. right. You want to come to me and, you know, troll. That's the truth. I will never have to experience things that some mothers have to experience and worry about. Yeah. Um, so I write I write this post, which was very heartfelt. You know, as a mother, it was heartbreaking to see that. I can't imagine someone coming for Ocean the way that they're coming for her son. And as a human being, I'm disgusted. I go on and I think I didn't proofread it. Again, like, I'm a busy bitch. I'm doing... I, I don't have time to proofread. I barely have time to get a post out, all yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I just don't think about it. You look at my gram, it's like, did this bitch die? <laughs> You know, like, where's she at? So I must have spelled her name wrong, which was not on purpose. Mm -hmm. But I'm letting you all know who follow me. I'm well aware. I saw your trolling who who decided to look past the the heart of the post and and hone in on that. I don't even know how I spelled it. Maybe it autocorrected. I don't fucking know. But it's twice that I've done it. See, when it's names that are misspelled or stuff like that, I let it go. It's just when you're... And your and there and there are misspelled. That's, That's when I and it's only when they're being an asshole. My favorite is when people say Layla. I've been such <laughs> a huge fan of you for years. I'm like, all right. I saw a comment. I just love Layla so much. And I was like, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> I literally like Lala is a nickname, and like yeah. literally, my daughter can say it. All yeah, right? She's yeah. A year and a half. L A L A. Like very, very easy. <laughs> oh, another thing: as L A gets t- more terrifying every mm-hmm. single day, I told my mom because she wanted to walk to the office today. Mm-hmm. I said, "You are not walking anywhere." Yeah. I mean, shootings are happening left and right in this city. It's terrifying. It's heartbreaking. Someone get me the fuck out of this city. I know. Do you think you'll ever move? If it keeps up, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to like figure some things out when yeah. when I get nervous to go out I mean it doesn't matter where you are you could be in Beverly Hills yeah to walk and, and yeah I'm nervous mm-hmm. I just like to stay indoors I want to drive places I don't which it doesn't even matter mm-hmm. driving walking it's just a scary place to be yeah makes me scared for my kid yeah however there was one funny thing that I did see what I'm driving ready to pull on San Vicente over by um Beverly Center. Okay. There is a woman. She was very chic. Okay. I'm pretty sure she was without a home, but like girl had it together. Yeah. But she had a giant handle of like a uh, Dawn detergent or <laughs> not Dawn, but like a Tide? Like, tide. Okay. Like something like Tide or something. Yeah. The one with the bear on it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, with the one with the bear on it? You know, he's like a cuddly bear and he... In the the sh- ads. That's Charmin, I thought. No, no, no. There's oh. like a fuzzy bear. Oh, snuggle. A snuggle. snuggle. <laughs> Fully dumping the liquid <laughs> detergent all over herself. And my mom's like, it's got to be water. I was like, look at the thickness of that. That is detergent. Well, she smells. Liquid maybe. detergent. <laughs> Walking across the street with a group of group of people what? scurrying about their day, dumping it on top of her fucking head. <laughs> Maybe she knows something we don't know. Like, it, like, makes your hair super soft. That's the thing, though. She had, like, a s- big scarf in. Oh. Well. It was interesting. Yeah. But I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? There's quite the characters around here. There's quite the characters. We... <laughs> Coming we, from Utah, that's the perfect way to describe them. Quite the characters. We don't... Well, there's some different kind of characters we have outside a, of Salt Lake. Well, we <laughs> have a unhoused man who um, resides near our office and he's the most jacked unhoused man you've ever seen just yoked and i like at first i was like oh there's a fitness guy i pulled in i'm like doesn't bother you he just kind of walks around minds his business but i was like oh look there's a fitness guy and then i saw him 
keying a car, which oh, I, I and then no. I was like, oh, he's and talking to himself. But he's a he's a character as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a man without a home near where I live, mm-hmm. which um his name is Christoph. Okay. And we have bought him shoes, mm-hmm. which he was very appreciative of. And every time we walk into 7-Eleven, he knows that it's time to come in with us. And, like, the other day, he, like, it was so hot and he just wanted milk and cereal. And I was like, Christoph, it's so hot outside. You have to get water. Like, yeah. that, that's not going to last in the sun for very long. Yeah. So, like, we got him his water or whatever. Like, does he talk to you? Yeah. I mean, okay. a little bit. He's yeah. kind of in his own world. In his own, but yeah, yeah. He's, you know, it's my boy. Yeah. No, he's nice. And he um he doesn't really talk to me, but I've come across him a couple times and and he uh yeah, he's just doing his thing. He's doing he's his thing, figuring man. stuff out. Yes. Yeah. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what Dash Pass is, I'm about to change your world. Dash Pass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. Dash Pass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. My days of panicking over gift giving are officially over and yours can be too. Thanks to gift mode on Etsy. I absolutely love this gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting. So you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's super easy to just tap or click on gift mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays and I was tripping. Then I remembered just use Etsy gift mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress up costumes, fabulous capes and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for ocean gift mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan gift mode has you covered need to find the perfect gift. Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Did you see the documentary or doggy series on Netflix called Trainwreck? Is it Netflix? It's on Netflix. It's called Trainwreck Woodstock 99. Did you see it? Kyle was watching that and it had like Limp Biscuit there and oh, he was and it looked like a war zone. It was a war zone and it made me terrified. I mean, there were these kids that are now much older, but they were talking about the experience and how horrific it was, Mm -hmm. but how they, it was fun, right? Mm -hmm. But like these kids talking about how I was 15, I told my parents that this is what I was doing and really I was doing this and I took a hit of acid and I'm like, I'm locking ocean in a fucking (laughs) tower with a fire breathing dragon. (laughs) There's no way. I know, but you, it's not, you were, we were eight years old then. It's, well, we wouldn't have been able to go. You wouldn't have wanted to go to something like that. I don't think but, Ocean is But what about be... like Coachella? What if my kid, or like right. the is newest, Coachella girl? the newest, um, whatever, like festival, festival. when she's 15, born and raised in Los Angeles, California, <laughs> freaks me out. I want to show her. I know. And you know, <laughs> yes. Got it. Like she's my kid and she's going to see me. She's not going to see substances around. She's not going to see alcohol. Mm -hmm. But like kids are curious and I see her personality right now. And I tell her 150,000 times, 
hot, hot, don't touch. She's going to touch it. Like, that's just her personality. She has to learn for herself. And that's probably what terrifies you because some things that you learn for yourself as you grow up can get real dangerous. Right. Yeah. Like, you don't want to... So these are the things that keep me up at night is how do I protect Ocean while also... Because you have to know, I was like a super good kid. Mm -hmm. I never had a curfew. Like, I really... Like, I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. However, if I crossed my mom and dad... Mm -hmm. Like, I, the world was going to end. Really? Like, yes. you were terrified? Like, I knew <laughs> I have all the freedom in the world, but if I mess this up, mm-hmm. the wrath ain't worth it. Right. Would you get in trouble if you came home, like, drunk or anything in high school or college or whatever? So, my first drink was the night I graduated from high school. Okay. I had never had a drink before. Um, And I wasn't a big drinker. I was such a homebody. Like, yeah. I probably went out once a month. Yeah. I just wasn't a big drinker like yeah. my friends were drinking all the time yeah and I just wasn't like that did your mom know you drank you would be honest with her though yeah right? no I told her everything I think she knew that I had had drinks before but it was like I just felt like I had a lot of freedom you know I didn't yeah. smoke weed until I was like 20 my per- yeah. first puff of weed was like 20 years old do you think that's how you'll be with ocean because I do notice being raised in a strict household, a strict Catholic household, love my parents, they're way better now, but I, kids naturally want to rebel. And when I say rebel, I don't mean like be bad. I just mean like figure stuff out, go do stuff that they're told not to do. Yes. Would you want to raise her with that same freedom you were raised? Because I look, think, yeah. yes, I think I want to tell her, mm-hmm. I would prefer you not mm-hmm. drink. Let's just say it's senior prom Mm -hmm. I would prefer you not drink however I'm not stupid yeah I know what goes down I know you may not realize this but like I've been to high school prom before (laughs) all right I know what goes on yeah if you choose to do that I want you to call me Mm -hmm. I will come pick you up I won't ask any questions I will baby you you're in a safe place yeah even though I would prefer because this is what could happen right I want you safe so you call me yeah I, yeah, I you let me know where that. you are. Yeah. You let me know if you've decided to drink. Mm-hmm. My goal as your mother is to create a safe place. Mm-hmm. I know shit that goes on and I'm not stupid, mm-hmm. but I want to baby you and protect you. So however I can do that is what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. I, I also know kids on. have sex. I would prefer you to have the person wear a condom. Mm-hmm. I would prefer you not have sex at all. <laughs> But if you do, please make sure he's wearing a condom. Right. And yeah, no, I think that's the way to go. I've just seen it with my friends. I saw it with myself, with my family, how my parents were different with me than they were with Mr. Bubs. He's the most well-behaved kid ever. Right, because he has more freedom. Yeah, he he gets allowed. He's allowed to have a party at the house. He's allowed to have alcohol. And then he doesn't even drink. It's like, it's the freedom. I think that's the way to do it. And I think... I mean, Ocean's also, and I'm not just saying this, she is a genius. You can see it in her. She's a baby genius. She's smart. So I think she's not going to grow up and be like, hey, she's smart. She's going to Well, I remember my dad was raised in a very strict Mormon home. And mm-hmm. like when they would pass by bars, my dad would be like, what's in there? And yeah. his parents would be like, the devil's work happens in there. It's a really bad place. So when he was 22 yeah. and finally was like, the church just ain't hidden. Something's yeah. wrong. He was like, the first thing I went and did was walked into where the devil's work is happening. And he probably loved it. No, he said, the only thing I saw was a football game on the TV (laughs) and people like sitting there with like a drink in hand. Yeah. That was it. And can you imagine being 22 and finding out my entire life or at least about this bar was a lie? I would be questioning everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the polygamist who their like leader or whatever said if you wear red you'll burst into flames <laughs> and one girl escaped and put on red and she didn't burst into flames and was like are you kidding me <laughs> i haven't been able to wear red this long yes yeah see that's what i want to teach do you think you'll teach ocean about all religions or do you think you'll say this is what mama believes this is but there's a ton of other beliefs out there well i've always said i don't want to raise her with religion Mm -hmm. i want to raise her with spirituality i want to raise her with a higher power but i think when she gets older whatever resonates with her Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't resonate with me it doesn't matter your higher power is to create a safe place for you and something to lean back on when you feel like the world is just too much right so whatever resonates with her and she feels a connection to Mm -hmm. that's what we're going with right 
As long as I can raise her to believe that there is something greater than her that she cannot explain, then I've done my job. Mm -hmm. And she could look at organized religion and find one that she falls into and is like obsessed and her moral compass is on point. And she lives a great life. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Coming from Utah, organized religion for me scares me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Freaks yeah. me out a little bit. Yeah. I get you know? that. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but Lord knows, you know, I'm no stranger to the Lord. <laughs> Lord knows he I'm hears, no stranger to the Lord. The Lord knows I'm no stranger <laughs> to the Lord. He hears from me often. <laughs> Please, God, <laughs> give me guidance. Um. Oh, what? this is what I wanted to talk about really quickly that mm-hmm. made me going back to like how I don't proofread what I post and mm-hmm. like, is she dead? She's never on social media. <laughs> so we're like out hanging out in Mexico, Sheena, her, you know, guests, all the girls. And I'm clicking through everyone's stories. Mm-hmm. And there's like 10 to 15 posts. Like her com- story. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like yeah. content. They all got pictures on the boat. They all had stories of the water, them swimming. Oh, there's a moment that I was sitting one time. So we got to capture that. Oh, there was a moment that I was in the water. But then there's a moment I was in the water on a floaty. So we got to capture that too. (laughs) And I literally, Jessica, scanned scanned the water. (laughs) And I was like, and we're done. (laughs) But you're living in the moment. That's how I feel. But then I look at my social media versus everyone else's and I'm like, yo you gotta you have to get it together like you have to step it up this is this is what Mm -hmm. life is about right now is social media is content yeah no I get that but on your deathbed you're not gonna be like I wish I posted more the second that I don't have to deal with social media yeah because it will happen there will be a day where I'm like I'm punting it to someone else like a lot of times you'll post for me yeah but obviously, you can't post me in Mexico if I'm not sending you content to post yeah. because I, I'm i not taking it. Yeah. I, I have other things to do. Well, you were just like, I was hoping when you went on that trip, I'm like, you know, you're, you got to do some things that are scheduled. But I was hoping like, just chill and relax and have a good time. If I saw you post, if I saw 10 stories, I'd be like, oh, damn, like what's going on with her? <laughs> because no. she's obviously not having a good time. No, I was not posting yeah. anything. And mm-hmm. the one picture I got that Christina Kelly took of me mm-hmm. because she was like, the lighting's great. She yeah. like took a few snaps. <gasps> I, I love that picture. And then I was done with it. Yeah. But even, you know, before we start doing anything, it's like, let's take a picture today of like whatever I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. And then you ask me, should we take the picture? And I'm like, no, I don't feel like it. I know. It's so much work it's a lot of work and I wish too that I was passionate because I worked you know I worked in social media before I worked with you I was a digital producer for American Idol and that was my full-time job Monday through Friday 8 to freaking 7 p.m posting the contestants I was like helping them run their platforms all of it but it is a full-time job no I and know it's like it's a lot and I know people are passionate about it but it's also like I went I was at a gathering. I won't say exactly what it was because it'll give it away. And out of my group of 10 friends, there were about five who like social media is their thing. And I talked to them. We were out of town. I talked to them a couple times because when they weren't posting and taking selfies and taking videos, they were planning for the next thing they were going to shoot. And they just weren't existing in the trip. And when they weren't posting, they were on their phone texting. We'd be out to dinner and they were like, weren't there. I don't even feel like I was on the trip with them. And I hated that. And I was like, ugh. You know what, though? A lot of my, some of my cast members Mm -hmm. who are also my friends, they don't love social media either. So it makes it easy. Yeah. Because I've been in situations like that, that you've been talking about. My first experience with it, I was 21. Mm -hmm. And there was this girl who was like very well-known in Salt Lake Mm -hmm. and she you looked at her social media page I don't even think I had social media at the time Mm -hmm. I think I think I had like a Facebook page um but her her life looked insane it was amazing right through social media right I remember going to a dinner with her she was like 
kind of moody the whole entire trip. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was yeah. like, this is weird because like, you know, social media looks like you have fun all so the time. So much fun. And yeah. What is happening here? <laughs> right. I remember sitting down, whatever. She's moody. I see her pick her phone up, get super happy, living her oh. best life, films her food, films her drink, picks it up, puts the phone down back to just the mood. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's not real. Mm-hmm. That's why yesterday when these bitches are on gram and they're like, the lighting is hitting right. It's like, no, bitch. <laughs> the face tune. <laughs> the face tune, the snow no, app, the dit, 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 dit. <laughs> Plus the lighting is all coming together and hitting right for a postable moment. See, but we love a relatable we love a relatable queen. I hate that fucking saying, but we do. But can I tell you what? I was watching someone, I won't say who, mm-hmm. edit a picture for their page. Mm-hmm. The shit that I do to my photos, nothing. <laughs> this person was lowering the hairline, oh. thinning the legs, doing the body, making the boobs, the eye shape tilting up. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Okay, first I off. Ne- I need to learn how to lower the hairline, thanks. But how? I won't do that because I'm terrified I'll meet people and they'll be like, wait, you are not a very, you don't look like you do in your photos. No, but by the way, you're going to see me on TV, right? You're going to know what my face looks like. Yeah. So if I just want to like, this is how my routine goes. When I didn't have my new lips, because I just got them injected like a couple months ago, before that, when I couldn't get injections... I was definitely plumping the lips a bit. Were you? I was plumping the lips. In what? Facetune or snow? In snow. Okay. Never fucked with the eyes. I've brightened the eyes in photos because I like clarity. Mm -hmm. But tilting the eye shape, mm mm-mm. Okay. I don't want to meet someone and then be like, this is a different human. Do you change the face shape at all? Ever? Um... I have. I won't lie. I don't now because I kind of got my face on point again where how I like the structure of it. So you would lift or not? Not lift. It was more like creating more of like a jawline. A jaw, I guess. Interesting. Okay. Or like when I started losing the chin, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, we'll do that. Hmm. But usually it's just a little bit of the skin, cover up the melasma, you know, smooth it out a bit. Yeah. But I can tell, maybe I can't, but I can usually tell when people over edit and it, it makes me feel a little yucky. Well, you can definitely tell. Yeah. It, with this person you're talking about, could you tell in their Instagram that they over edit? Yes. Whenever okay. I see her on Instagram, I'm like, holy shit, she's never looked better. And then on like the rare occasion that I see her in person. Yeah. I'm like, huh. still beautiful. Yeah. Actually stunning, but a different person yeah. than on social media. Do you feel, this is an interesting question, because I've always I've gone back and forth. Do you think that for social media, would you rather everyone just like, like, let's stop the editing. Let's post who we really are and really, because that helps younger people. And Or is it like, no, at the end of the day, social media can be a very lucrative business. So if you've got to craft it, it's like how people craft their websites. If you've got to do it and make it art, Do it. Do some edits. Do some. No, I don't think that we should take filters Mm. and editing. But I think we should educate people on the fact like, hey, it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. Mm -hmm. Because it is hard when a young, I was looking at my little cousin and she's, I think, 12 and she just got an Instagram. And I'm like looking at everything she's scrolling through. And it's all these influencers who are young, these like teeny boppers. And I'm like looking at their photo and I'm like, they don't look like that. They don't like don't freak out because she's got, you know, Near. Right. And, you know, you can tell it like makes them so insecure because there's these other 13, 14 year old girls that they see and they're like, but how is she so perfect? And I'm like, it's not. But that's why I appreciate the pages that show like Instagram versus real life. And it, because that. even yeah. me at 32 years old, I sit there and I'm like, how the fuck does this person have this kind of skin? Yeah. And then you see a picture of them on the red carpet mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I don't feel so bad. Like right. this, this is what skin is supposed to look like. How do they look so flawless? Why is there not one freckle, one mole, one blemish, one bump? Yeah. And it's like, oh, but here's the reality and I'm seeing all of that. So I do like those pages. But people got to toughen up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean by that? We we cannot. Uh, th- this world is getting very sensitive. Everything you say, everything you do is how does this affect other people? And it's like, 
We cannot live for other people. We have to live. I'm not saying go out and be an asshole. But when you start telling people you can't edit this photo anymore because there are young girls who are as a parent to mm-hmm. Ocean. I I the world is nitty gritty. I, there There's nothing I can do about it. Right. What I can do. I can go out. I can post about what I want to see change in the world. And granted, yes, in numbers, we do make a difference. Mm -hmm. But you have to create that safe space for your kid at home. Teach them what's real versus what isn't real so that they go into the world and they know the difference between an an illusion. Mm -hmm. And they can be tough motherfuckers because this world, whether it's your job, social media, your friend group, it will eat you alive if you let it. Mm hmm. So, yes, you have to build that kid up to to their highest self so that when they go out there, they can handle it. Yeah, I love that. It's all about education. I agree. Rather than limiting others and being like, you can't just teach, educate. That's why I feel it's important every time I get a filler or a poke to say what it is. This is what it is. Mm -hmm. And you can tell me to stop doing it. But at the end of the day, I'm doing this because I feel confident Mm -hmm. when I do have a little bit more of a jawline. When my forehead isn't super freaking wrinkled. Yeah. It makes sense. But I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that I facetuned my photos because mm-hmm. I, I'm sick of these bitches who don't, who sit there and they're like, <laughs> natural light. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. Like, suck my ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not a fan of the, and we all know who I'm talking about when I say it, but the women who are asked if they've ever had surgery and then they decline it if you're gonna do it i support it do what makes you happy but i don't know if i support you declining it and saying no 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 all natural honey no i know but can i tell you my nose does look smaller does it yeah Yeah. people have done before and after photos being like she definitely got a nose job which by the way i like a discounted or free procedure way too much (laughs) to not let y'all know so you're saying you've never got a nose job no i've never had a nose job you have a great nose it tilts a little, which is why I like my right side better because it mm-hmm. kind of tilts to the left mm. and the left side has like this shadow, whatever it's in my head. Mm-hmm. But there's no re- like, but if I looked at that, I'd be like, this bitch got a nose job. Yeah. And it wasn't done with contouring. Like, what yeah. is it? Is it because I filled my face maybe a little bit? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I grew That's into it wild. a little more. See, but then I was the girl who was looking at pictures of Khloe Kardashian and defending her. And I was like, they were like, nose job, nose job. And I'm like, no, no, absolutely not. And I was like talking to Mr. Bubs. And I was like, see, it's the same. And then she comes out and she's like, I got a nose job. And I'm like, okay, so I don't know that. I just don't know. I can't tell. I'm not You can tell that. when someone's been cut and you can tell when someone's just been injected. Filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a big difference. Yeah. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. 
The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. I was so happy this week. So we got home on... When did I get home? Wednesday? We got home on... Or Thursday. You got home on Wednesday. Wednesday night. Wednesday. Yeah. Just in time for Ocean. Mm -hmm. And I got to spend every waking moment with her Mm -hmm. because usually, you know, my schedule's filled and I have to work and we, I know you guys, there's cameras sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I didn't have to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And I got to spend like Every second with her. Where did you, what'd you guys do? Cause I saw content at the beach. We went back down to Newport. My, my that. baby. So I hate the sand. Okay. I hate the sand. Mm. I like to admire the beach. Yeah. But like the ocean, unless it's crystal blue and warm so I can see what's going on in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it freaks me out. Yeah. My baby wants, loves the sand so much. She wants it in her body. Okay. <laughs> she wants to eat it. No, I have to stop her from eating it. I'm like. You're going to have diarrhea if you keep putting it in. And she does. Yeah. And it burns her. And I ha- and I don't know how to make it stop. Yeah. She loves the beach. She's she obsessed. loves the beach. Which I was like, thank God, because if I named her Ocean and she wanted nothing to do with it, right. it would be like not great. Do you <laughs> Right. Do you take her into the water or no? Not yes. Yet? That's you why do. I'm saying she's like making me have to get down and dirty. Yeah. It's like she wants to be in the water. She wants to dig in the sand. She wants to dump sand on me. Yeah. She wants to hug me covered in sand. <laughs> and I'm like, my baby's going to be the one where at six years old, I'm going to have to be like around the towel. <laughs> around. Because she doesn't get it. Around. That is actually up until this point. I had no idea you hated sand. I thought you were like your mom because you always want to go to the beach with no, your mom. No, I think mom. my mom always wants to go to the oh. beach. <laughs> and what mama want, mama get. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, wild. I thought you were just ocean lady through and through. Ocean lady, you know. I like to yacht on the uh, ocean. Ah, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Love a good yacht. <laughs> love a good yacht. How but, big of you. No, how big of me. I love that. When love. someone's like, I could totally live in that house. It's like yeah. $10 million. How big of you. I learned that from you and I say it all the time now. I could. Oh, how big of you to people who say, yeah. We get home from, I get home from Mexico and keep yeah. in mind, there's a lot of human interaction when filming. Right. And you know, I'm an introvert extrovert. Mm-hmm. So I need time to like reel it in. Extroverted introvert. Nope. Introvert, extroverted introvert. You're an okay. extrovert. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. And I come home and my mom wants to talk, 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 talk. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to listen to this fucking song for five seconds, please. I'm begging you. And she's like, my feelings are hurt oh. because I haven't seen you in so long. I'm like, it's been four days. <laughs> it's been four days. Okay. Aww. We're going to talk tomorrow. <laughs> and she's like, well, we're going to the beach tomorrow, which makes me really happy because my childhood friends were there. They wanted yeah. to see ocean. Ocean loves the beach. But I'm telling you today, yeah, I'm I'm tired. You're tired. I'm You're a just, little tired. Yeah. So you are. Yeah. See, because I always Kyle's like that a little where I'll come home from work and he will have come home from a long day of work and I'll just talk, talk, talk. And he'll be on the couch and he'll just be like, I mean, you guys can't see me, but he's just like eyes laying on the open. couch, eyes wide. And I can tell he's like, I just need and he's nice about it. He doesn't ever say anything. But I look at him and I go. Do you need like an hour to just like for me to stop talking? He's like, yes, please. And I'm yeah. like, okay, get it. Just like yeah. five minutes yeah. to to regroup. Unwind. And just, like, gather like, your thoughts. Yes, because yeah. you throw me into the real world mm-hmm. and I can handle it. I can put on the, the face and I am having a good time. But when I get home, mm-hmm. I'm just like freaking beat. And we need to recharge. And I have to silence the noises in my head. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah. So I do a lot of like hot boxing the room with sage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Baths relax you, A right? lot of baths. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. A lot of watching Real Housewives. By the mm-hmm. way, let's talk about that. Did you start watching again? I started okay. re-watching because I love Jersey Shore. But I will say, the Housewives franchise, mm-hmm. like, every season you're freaking interested. Even mm-hmm. in ones that are, like, not great. Mm-hmm. Which we all know which seasons and fr- and cities I'm talking about, but like you go to OG se- seasons, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm rewatching Beverly Hills. I'm watching the current season, and obviously, you know, because I've had so many days off. When Ocean goes down for a nap, I am balls deep in Housewives content. You are. <laughs> oh yeah. So Lisa Rinna is getting a really hard time this year. Yes, that's what okay. I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Number one, we've already spoken about this, the grieving process. Like, she just lost her mom. Like, let her allow her to, like, get angry and do all those things. And so many people are like, I lost my parent and I didn't act like that. And that's like, well, that's good for you. That's you. But grieving isn't one size fits all. Mm -hmm. It's just not. Yeah. So even though you may have grieved, quote unquote, properly, Mm -hmm. which is bullshit. When someone tells me they grieved properly, it's like, that doesn't even make sense. Doesn't exist. There's no such thing. You just you just deal with it. Right. How it comes. Yeah. It's my biggest thing. If you feel angry, surround yourself with people who will allow you to feel angry because I got angry. Yeah. And I was beheading anybody who was in my way of grieving the way I felt like I needed to. Right. But so many people, there was like this post that said certain cast members had either been demoted to friends of and somebody was leaving. And it's so interesting when you go into the comments section. I've seen this with my own, with our own show, with Vanderpump. But so many people saying, keep this person, this person, and let go of this person, this person. And it's like the quote unquote mean girls. Okay. And I want to shake these people because I'm like, are you, you're not tuning in. Like, do you realize why you're tuning in? You're not tuning into Kumbaya. Right. All right. right. I know you think you love this character, character, Mm -hmm. this person. But you're not tuning in to watch them. Yes. You're tuning in to watch all the people that you want to have let go. And by the way, once they're let go, you bitch about it. You're going to bitch about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was, there were a few comments that were like, until Lisa Rinna is fair game, um, I can't watch. Or, you know, fair game to like what? What does that mean? To come for. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it. And I want to remind everybody, everyone is fair game. Yeah. But usually what happens is the person who's strong and shuts shit down. It's like there are so many times where they're like, even with me, you did this, that and the other. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, that person could have rebuttaled. And I, I'll tell you how I would have rebuttaled. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like Tom yeah. and Ariana, I told them their house was beautiful. And Tom made a comment. I Well, you used to refer or. Oh, so you don't think it's a frat house anymore? And I was like, you want to know how you come back at what I said hmm. about your house being a frat house? You asked to see my house because I don't have one. Yeah. So, like, that's that's what you say or something like that. <laughs> like, so, it's like, down. so you can't say Lisa Rinna isn't fair game. She is fair game. Yeah. You just haven't seen a bitch who can put her in her place yet. Yes. You can't yes. be mad at it. <laughs> can't be mad at her. You know? Yes. She just goes heavy in the paint. So mm-hmm. put someone against her who's also willing to go heavy in the paint. Like yeah. me and Katie Maloney. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Oh, my God. Yes. Fair game. Everyone's fair game. Fair game. You sign. Right. You sign on the dotted line. You are fair game. Yeah. Yeah. 100%, right? Yeah. No, 100%. I need to start watching because all I've learned is that that Mr. Bob's told me, he said, Garcelle is a fan favorite this season. And Garcelle's then, amazing. Yeah. She knows how to remain interesting mm-hmm. and still be like a voice of reason, be a badass bitch. And be classy at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's an art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just something you're yeah. born with. Yeah. Because yeah. I only, it's like, which lane are we? <laughs> are we going to be classy today? Or are we going to be a bad bitch? I can't. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. But um, how is Kathy this season? Because last season I would see so many videos and now I don't really see a ton. Is she just kind of... I think her stuff is coming. I know that most of it happened on like the Aspen trip. Yeah. But she was funny. So I I do this thing. I like to binge watch. Mm -hmm. So if an episode comes out of something and I know that I have to wait a whole week to see the next one, I wait until I have like 
at least a stack of three. Okay, got it. You know, because so you can't just li- watch one. No, be- yeah. and then I lose interest. I'm like, there's not another one, and then so it's just better for me to like compile them and yeah. then watch through. Okay. But the last one I just watched, and I'm far behind, but I know my listeners already know that. <laughs> the homeless and toothless thing. Right. <laughs> you so I didn't see the episode. I didn't know that that was the actual name of the charity. Name of the charity. Bubba made me watch it like four times. Oh, and then she's like, I work with the homeless. I worked with the toothless. I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. And then they were like, I was dying. But and then all- finally they admitted, like, even Kyle was like, the name isn't great. The name needs some work, but it's horrible. <laughs> That's a really strange name because it feels like, I think it's it's homeless, not toothless. Correct. But it's hard to think of because you're like, oh, toothless, not homeless. But either way, it's not a very, it doesn't feel like a very kind name. So it it's like, feel like, oh, a they're kind homeless. Name and it doesn't seem like a very great charity. Like, no. If, but it, out of all the charities in the world, right. I'm going to get in trouble for this I don't, from people. <laughs> you are. Out of all the charities in the yeah. world, I'm not going to be like, you know what I could give to this person? A new smile. A new set of teeth. Like I, maybe yes. down the line. But I think there are other things that I want want to help with yeah. before providing this man or woman without a home with a new grill <laughs> true granted i didn't look into it i didn't so either maybe this is only like, talking from beverly hills housewives maybe it's like toward the end and they're helping them and but it feels weird and almost unkind for me when it's like called homeless not toothless because it almost feels like they're like oh yeah well yeah yeah yeah, they're still homeless but at least they're not toothless <laughs> and then i'm like that's what mm. isn't hitting for me it's not hitting i was kind of dying and then she was getting mad and then kathleen's like wow they're really coming i really messed up with calling it the homeless not tooth or toothless not homeless i was kind of laughing it was it was a chaotic scene <laughs> i was like it made the scene uh, As a viewer, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. But the name needs some work. Yeah. I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. <laughs> Kathy, like, okay. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> reel it in. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. And then they get upset at Garcelle. Yeah. And she's like, she's funny. She's like, she's it, ra- it funny. was funny. She's not making fun of it. She's just, like, trying to get it right. I'm just thrilled <laughs> that Kyle was like, the name's not good. Yeah. The name is yeah, not the good. The name isn't good. But know, it's a great organization. Sweet Dorit. She's like, it's a really good organization. And it means a lot to her. It does. I know. You now know I feel what? Bad for everything I just said. No. <laughs> but you know what? Dorit is helping. So that's more I can say. That's that was, more than I can say for a lot of people I know. She's what doing what she wants. She has she's doing what she feels is right. And I'm like, bravo, Dorit. <laughs> right though yes it's like when people talk about like you care about this but what about this and it's like okay okay but like if you care about that like it's not that I don't care about it but like this is this is my is it a niche this is my yeah this is my this is my calling yeah you know and maybe so like if you're like really passionate about that Mm -hmm. you should go make a difference 100% you know and let me know what to post in the link and I'll for sure do that yeah There was a woman who lived a town next to my town growing up, and her thing was getting um, designer bags for people who couldn't afford them. And I was like, "Okay, you're doing find find your cause, and you and it was like donate to to get her a Louis or whatever." And I'm just like, "Okay, I don't know. That seems a little. That's uh, not. But everyone, if they feel they have a calling, I guess at least it's helping someone and living for others." PC answer. <laughs> Help the Wild. the um the woman living in Middle America yeah. get a oh, Chanel bag. Oh, Chanel. It, it's not yeah. hitting. I'm sorry. Not it's hitting. Not no, hitting. there's a lot of things like that where it's like, okay, there's a lot of organization. But you know what? I don't know. It is Do not- any of us really know? We're all just out in these streets yeah. doing the best we can. We're all doing the best we can. We are all doing the you best know, we can. You know, we're trying to raise these kids, put food on the table, right. fill our cars up with gas, send Great. our kids to elementary school, junior high, high school, Yeah, provide them if they want to go to college. It's just a lot. I know. These are the things that I think about. So when I tell you I got to silence the mind, mm-hmm. it's very intense up there. Yeah, it's intense up there. <laughs> it's intense up there. Yeah, so um, good for organizations. Actually, speaking of... This was a tangent podcast. This was a tangent. 
But I kind of like that. And we have a guest coming up that I think people will really I enjoy. I can't wait for her. Yeah. We're out, so I think that'll be great. I kind of like, because this is what most people said they wanted. They loved the tangents, but they also loved interviews with people close to you. And that's what you've been doing. You I had think the so Brock too. Interview. I just want to give the people what they want, which is yeah. la la. <laughs> just which kidding. is la la. Give them la la. I just want to make people feel good when they're driving to work or driving home from work or yeah. they're, you know, I hope they're not listening to this with their kids in the car, but. <laughs> but if they are. But if they are. <laughs> yikes. We're, te- we're teaching them lessons full circle. Now, this is what you don't say when you're a kid. See? 100%. My friend texted me the other day and she goes, you will never believe what my daughter just said. And she's like five. Okay. They're listening to a song and she screams. She goes, this is the part where they say the fuck word. So don't say it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're like, yeah, honey, I guess that's. Good job. <laughs> this is the part where they say fuck, so please don't say it. It's like, oh, okay. Why is it so funny, though? It's funny. It's when so... little kids swear, it's funny. It what? Is. It's so funny. It's, there's a fine line. When little kids swear, I laugh when the parents are, like, mortified or off guard, caught off guard. But when I see videos on TikToks of, like, of the parents, like, encouraging, no, being like, no. say it, say it. And then the little kid swears and the parents die laughing. No. Cringe. Are you kidding me? Ultimate cringe. Oh no, that there's is all so over. Gross. And the parents like say it. And then they die laughing and all the parents and the kids like and I'm like, ultimate That's, cringe. No, that yeah. is horrific. Yeah, it's gross. But no, when the parents I want are mortified. Kids to stay innocent and sweet. I know. I know. But when the parents are mortified, it's hilarious. It's I so die. funny. I die. Then I, then I die laughing yeah. too. All right. That was a fun podcast. I love you guys so much. Happy hump day again, and I will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.